0: A.K.A. the black prime minister of Skypea. We got my boy, my brother, my family QD cold-blooded, A.K.A. the silver surfer On the board, A.K.A. the master of waves The wave bender Oh, I like that, I just came up with that The
1: wave bender nice <laughs> I like that Hashtag that,
0: please Hashtag the wave bender And we are the Peakness Podcast Mr. Wavebender, sound off the chant of champions. Pinkness! 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 Yes. Oh, I got some ignorance in my limbs for this episode. I hope you're all prepared. I hope you're all prepared. The day of reckoning. Well, we are fresh off of seeing greatness. I don't even want to call it Greatness iconic legendary any word to 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 describe a human being as godlike as you could that's exactly what we experienced last night by seeing Beyonce in a Renaissance world tour that shit was crazy like crazy I can't believe I had to like check myself. Because I'm like, yo, am I really here? <laughs> like, am, am I really <laughs> witnessing this right now? Like, what the fuck is going on right now? It's, it, uh, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things that, you, you know, that that saying that everybody say you, you just had to be there. It was one of those moments. Like, I didn't trying to, you just had to be in the building. There's no way for me to kind of, like, explain. It's like an aura. Like, even uh, with—I'm seeing grown women damn near cry and faint over a child. When Blue Ivy came out, like, the crowd just went extra. Like, it was was insane. Like, I can see why people be freaking out when they meet people. Because usually I'd be like, oh, they just, you know, human, like me. They just rich, you know what I'm saying? And well-accomplished. Like, seeing Blue Ivy and Beyoncé, like, in person is just like some... Yo, she's really in St. Louis. She's really in the city that I'm from. And I know that seems kind of crazy to say or to be impressed by. I'm like, damn, she's really in St. Louis downtown. You would just hear the high-speed chases outside the the dome. She's really in my city. Like, this is great. like The voice... The, the fact that she can sing, like, songs that are, like, 15, 10 years old, 20 years old, and, like, reinvent them. Like, I'm like, how does she, she—she's hitting new notes on old songs. I'm like, goddamn. Like, she's remixing them, so to speak, with her vocals. Like, she did the—what um, uh, what was that song called? I think it's Flaws and All. And she had the band, which was an amazing band she had, by the way. um, The band had flipped Flaws and All to... Yeah, the Luchini beat. That shit was crazy. I look over at Q like, what the fuck are we witnessing right now? <laughs> and this was at the beginning. This was at the very... Because she did... She came out to Dangerously in Love, and then she did Flaws and All. And I was just like, yo... That's when I knew, like, oh yeah, I gotta buckle up. This is gonna be one of them nights. Like, I'm already fucked up. I'm already drunk off the Tito's. The Tito's was kicking ass last night. Like, double shot me, please. <laughs> double shot. Shout out to that white lady that looked like she was 60 years old. I'm gonna just call her Dolores. She, she put in the double shot of Tito's, and I would, That's when I started levitating. At that point, it was I was ascending. <laughs> I was ascending. Like, my soul was already gone. Like, all right, I'm about to see Beyoncé. And, and then Beyoncé and the concert just, like, finished the job. Then I felt kind of bad, though. I wanted to dress up. We went last minute. Very last minute. So it's Tuesday right now, right? We usually do the pod on Monday. So somebody had recommended me um, my happy marriage to talk about, which we will. I will later on in this uh, episode. But anyway... I'm like, all right, cool. As soon as they sent me that, I was, I was looking at like, I'm like, oh, Beyonce gonna be in town Monday. And um, so I started looking at like seats and prices. And then I, I was like, oh yeah, let me text Q. And Q was like, yo, can we do a Tuesday set? Beyonce I'm like, this nigga read my mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the prices too. I'm like, yo, because I was afraid that that sh- she may not tour for another like seven years or something like that. So I'm like, yo, I got got to go see this. I got to see this. And everybody keeps thinking that, like, yo, she has Act 2 coming out, and she going to tour for that. I'm like, nah, I don't know about all that. If Michael Jackson hated touring, I'm pretty sure Beyonce is kind of, like, in the same, like, yeah, let me have huge breaks between touring thing <laughs> going back to back. Like, because Beyonce don't half-ass things. If she's going to go on tour, she's going to go on a full world tour. So I didn't see, I don't picture her doing that for back-to-back albums, especially if she dropped, let's say she dropped Act 2 at the top of, or the spring of 2024. I, I don't see her going on another all-summer into the fall tour. I just don't see it. I think she wants to, like, you know, live, <laughs> just live her life and shit. Um, But, yeah, that we, we got our tickets the day of, <laughs> the night of, Pulled up, and that's the greatest decision we ever made. Like, can't be mad at that, man. It was a beautiful time. I wish I could have dressed up, but we, cause we, we went last minute. So I just threw on a tee, and uh, we both put on t shorts, and that's it, and went. I wanted to wear cowboy boots. <laughs> that would be that would been the night for me to debut myself in cowboy boots. Who wears cowboy boots? I, I don't know who's famous. Walker, Texas Ranger, or some shit. Chuck Norris or fucking uh Sean Michaels, like just <laughs> wearing cowboy boots and shit. If if there was any time to debut my well moisturized ankles in some cowboy boots for the first time, Beyonce's Renaissance tour was the place for that. And I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball. Well, but I got to see the concert. That's all that matters. I should have dressed up like Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop, or like. Gene Star went from Outlaw Star, just to just to spice it up a little bit. I don't know how I look in a cowboy hat. If I do get a cowboy hat, I want the one that Future was wearing on them runs. he, he went on. I want that Future hat. <laughs> it gotta be a. It's not a It's not quite a cowboy hat, but it, it, it'll pass for one. You know what I'm saying? I, I need that. Oh, and the cheeks were out at that concert last night. I'm like they they. It it was thick. With a lot of cues, like a hood nigga name. Like, my goodness. (laughs) They were thick, boy. I'm telling you. Like, my partner in crime and my brother is a happily married man. So he was not looking (laughs) with due respect. But me, I ain't shit. I'm gonna look for him. So that's what I was doing. (laughs) Binoculars out, (laughs) looking at cheeks, looking at all of them. Look, all I seen was body. A lot of body, yaddy, 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 yadi, for real. I'm not one of those niggas who have like a favorite like body part on women. I just love women, and like, and that's all I saw. They all had they they Renaissance fits, the cowboy boots, cowboy hats, the sequins. It, it was it was crazy. It was it was just ridiculous. But I am a sucker for a pretty face. Like a pretty face gets me every time. That That's all I give a fuck about. Pretty faces. As soon as I see a pretty pretty face, sign the contract, baby girl, you're in. You don't even no tryouts, no no need. I don't give a fuck if you're crazy. That's none of my business. (laughs) Just sign the contract, for real. Yep, I look. Maybe that's why I love kissing bitches so much. Cause I love pretty faces. Like I'm I'm that yep I'm that nigga who who be kissing in a club. That's me. <laughs> Where's Benny? Oh yeah, man, he's over there by the bar kissing some random <laughs> some random chick over there. She pretty though. You damn right she is. <laughs> Shit. Got my breath smelling like a lemon drop now. <laughs> no. I'm a, "Hey bro, I'm, I I have no shame. I'm a kissing ass nigga. Like I'm a kissing ass nigga. Call me Mr. Makeout." <laughs> <laughs> From now on Fuck with Fuck with a rapper tell You know how rappers are Man I'm not kissing These bitches da, da, da. Don't listen to rappers man They can't even fucking read Like I love reading I love kissing bad bitches That is what I am here to do <laughs> Knowledge and kissing Is what I'm on earth for fam That's what I do Fuck out of here Speaking of Speaking of marriage uh, Let's clap it up On my man's One year anniversary oh, It's on Sunday cute, Mr. Cold-Blooded Such a beautiful weekend Give it up for uh, Mr. and Mrs. Wavebender Mm. It was so. How how was one year in? How's that feel, man? One year married.
1: Amazing, man! It's like the fastest year of my life. Uh, I can't. Even, Damn, that did just go like, by it just like yesterday, bro. Just bro. like yesterday, we was standing at the altar and bro. going over them vows. And beautiful the, vowels, by the way That time. was
0: some of the most Beautiful vowels I've ever
1: See, hey. it, it helps to be A
0: lyricist like you <laughs> And I'm just like Damn, these are bars here Dropping right now Like, everybody in the, Everybody in the crowd's like Wow <laughs> Like, what is this? It was, it was <laughs>
1: I damn near shed a tear, bro like, God right, Yeah, we ended up Rewatching it Because we got it on Other days, uh USBs We're mm-hmm. about to share the tear again Listening to them joints
0: Man I was like Damn this is This is gorgeous yeah, yeah. Your
1: boy was spitting though Yeah he, he You were bro Like it, it was
0: Give yourself a pigness. You gotta drop a for, for love Pakeness. For black love Pakeness. Black beautiful love Man that Shout out to that champagne At that uh, <laughs> <laughs> That reception Benny was very fucked up That was the most champagne I have ever Drank in my life Could not stop Drinking champagne the whole night, that was ridiculous. Like, it that that it did seem like yesterday, man. Like that year really flew by, man. Like we was, we didn't. I didn't know how to tie a fucking bow tie. I, I, don't, think, I still don't know how to tie all y'all <laughs> niggas bow ties.
1: <laughs> I, I think, tied every niggas bow tie. Yeah, at my own this, wedding.
0: A, a man of fucking culture. <laughs> this man tied my bow tie. Had no. Cl- I don't know how to tie any tie. Like I'm sorry, y'all. Like I, I failed. I think I wore. A tie, including Q's wedding, I wore a tie (laughs) probably three times. And I think one of them was a clip-on, bro. Like, (laughs) I I don't wear ties at interview. We was this close to using them clip-ons. Bro, bro, like, and that would have (laughs) been tacky as hell. But I wouldn't have given a fuck. But I'm like, it's your day. I'm like, I'm going to let Q make that call. Like, like, do we use the clip-ons <laughs> or not? And I'm like, yo, I'm gonna let him make that call, fam. Like that shit, I was confused. I'm looking at the ball time, like, where's the instructions, nigga? Like, <laughs> like fucking YouTube, nigga. <laughs> right? I could put together like, IKEA furniture faster <laughs> than this shit. I'm like, goddamn, that was terrible. But yeah, oh man, what a congratulations, man. I love, I love y'all to death. Y'all my family I love seeing y'all Grow together And just continue To just be Good human beings Man Like just good Genuine people And we don't get A lot of those These days You are in my wedding If any Woman is crazy enough To marry me You will be You will be in my wedding For sure Um I don't know When that day's gonna come Way I'm at, cause I'm obviously I'm just kissing random bitches in bars and shit.
1: So I don't. <laughs> hey, one of them got to get lucky.
0: One of them got to be the one. <laughs> I'm gonna just start kissing them, and they're like, "All right, let's get married. Let's get married." It's been, ah, so speaking with them, people have requested that I talk about this anime that is on Netflix, that is called My Happy Marriage. Um, when I asked, I thought the season was over, so I wanted to binge watch it. It is not over. It's still going weekly on every Wednesday. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to check it out. Um, Just to give the listeners who've never seen this anime some context on the story. um, Basically, My Happy Marriage is about uh, an arranged marriage between, or arranged union, between an abused young woman with no supernatural abilities. That's key. This is supernatural shit going on in this anime. And it's a, it's about a union between that woman and a short-tempered soldier with advanced supernatural abilities. Um, so he's, he's the future head of his powerful family and people are trying to prevent that marriage, that arranged marriage, from happening. Like, I don't know. I couldn't imagine. Could you imagine if you were a part of an arranged marriage where your mother and your father Pick the woman that you have to marry like could you i, I couldn't imagine that shit dog like that is that's crazy yeah. I, I know Do i you to see her <laughs> <laughs> i don't think you see her i don't think uh, you see her until the day you meet like you already agree to it you have to agree to it before you see each other i heard like so once you so agree there's some to House it a
1: dragon shit
0: yeah like yeah that's what exactly what it is that's exactly what that shit is dog like like i Bro, what if they send me a woman who puts sugar on her grits? I don't like that. I don't, I'm one of those niggas. I'm the anti-sugar grits nigga. Like, go eat cream of wheat, which (laughs) I love cream of wheat. I fuck with cream of wheat. But when it comes to, like, grits and, like, eggs and, like, hash browns and shit, salt, pepper, butter, cheese. I don't want no sugar near my shit. I want my sugar only in my OJ. (laughs) That's the only sugar I want because I'm going to use hot sauce. So I don't (laughs) like mixing, like, I don't like mixing sugar and, like, butter, like, in grits. That shit is blasphemous. It's fucking blasphemous. If you put sugar on your grits, you cannot be saved. Like, there's no salvation for you. Like, and I don't like people who mix them together. You can't play both sides, like, doing butter and sugar and all that shit. Nah, Pick a diabetic struggle, please. Like, pick <laughs> one, bro. I'm only doing one or the other. I'm not mixing over here. I'm all about segregation when it comes to my grits, fam. Like, I'm prejudiced when it comes to this shit, fam. I, I need to have one or the other. Now, if someone cooks me some grits and they already put sugar in it, I ain't gonna, like, not eat it. it I'm not saying it's nasty. I just prefer the shit that I can use hot sauce with. Like, so I, I'm gonna put... Sometimes I put sriracha on my eggs, too, or something like cheese eggs, cheese grits, and hash browns. I don't want no sugar. None. Zero. Cream of wheat, nigga. Go, Go get a box, maple brown sugar. I'll fuck with it. That flavor, that box great. My uncle used to make fun of me for, like, putting sugar on my grits. Like, or eating cream of wheat. He's like, nigga, what you got this soft nigga cereal for? So, like, why nigga, why yeah, can't so- you be so lucky He's like Why you get to- God rest my God rest my uncle's soul Because he was a real nigga Real G Northside legend he, he would always make fun of me Because my mom used to pack me When I would go Spend the night over his crib She would Pack me like Oh he Because I couldn't drink milk So <laughs> She said he like, adhered Some cream of wheat And he was like why are you giving this soft-ass cereal? Like, you just, boy, man, boy, you don't eat this Cinnamon Toast Crunch and, and this, this Lucky Charms and these Frosted Flakes. I just, I just couldn't fuck with cereal, fam. Like, because milk was, it was, I think I was lactose intolerant when I was younger. I think I still am. I just, I can't drink milk. I never could. Like, that shit would fuck my body up. Like, it's been that way my whole life. So it ain't like some, when I got old, you know how like some people get older and they can't, do dairy no more because they body like rejects it. Nah, that shit been that way since I was a child. Like, since I was like three. Just, all the way to now, it's just like, no nigga, no milk. But I could eat cheese, no problem. Butter, no problem. Milk, oh no, nah, I feel like nah, Mike cause. Tyson gave me eight uppercuts to my liver. Like, <laughs> like, yo, on the toilet in pain, my mm-hmm. dude. It's <laughs> like, straight up. Yeah, if Arranged marriage, man, like, I can't, I can't do that. Like, at all. What if she wears glasses? Because women who wear glasses are evil. <laughs> they truly are. Like, the blinder she is, the more de- demonic she is. And I truly believe that shit. They, they always blame it on it that they can't see. That's why they're so upset and so mean. Nah, fam. I think you're just inherently evil. Like, they just evil like You got it in you. You just got it in you. Like, I don't know. But, all right, so I'm watching this show to the listeners out there. I'm watching this Netflix show that was recommended to me. I'll just go over the characters real quick and, and what I feel about these characters. So the main character, her name's Mio. Her, her voice is annoying as fuck. I'm sorry. Someone please get this woman a cough drop. Um, she, hearing Mio talk is like hearing Janet Jackson interviews on a continuous loop. Like... Janet Jackson whispers when she talks and drives me fucking nuts. But we let it pass because it's Janet Jackson. So it's just like, yo, I can't say shit. Like, she made Control and Rhythm Nation and The Velvet Rope. I can't say shit, nigga. I have not done nowhere near that in my life. So I can't say shit. But this anime woman, I can talk about because she ain't real. So (laughs) she, she, I'm like, every time I heard her talk, I'm like, yo, just can we please turn up the volume? like, just turn up the volume on your voice, like, and then she's just constantly apologizing, I'm like, what the fuck, man, I'm like, stop saying I'm sorry, every fucking sentence, yes, I get it, she's broken, she's traumatized in this uh series, that's why she's always apologizing, but can you please not sound like the black woman from Police Academy, for those who know or ever even seen that old-ass movie, <laughs> like, straight up, that's how Mio sounds, man, but what I find interesting about, about it so far, though, aside from that, is that the hero of the story doesn't really know how to be a hero yet. And that's the feeling I get from Mio. Um, and she's afraid to be the hero, of course, due to her past. But she gets a pass for that, of course, because of the trauma that she's been through. Now, there's this dude on there named Koji, who's Mio's best friend. Um, he's probably He's probably hated. I can see why people hate that dude because um, he sees what Mio goes through, and he doesn't hold anybody accountable for it or call nobody out on it. Um, He also doesn't know how to be a hero. He's too afraid to be the hero. He's a coward, and he's aware of it. That's why his goal is to be stronger and get stronger with his supernatural abilities to protect the people he loves. But at the end of the day, Koji is just a motherfucker who minds his business, bro. He plays his position, which is the second son of the family. I do what my father tells me. I have no say in society. I have no authority. Um, I have supernatural powers, but they're weak, so I can't do shit with them. So what do you expect from him? Like, he doesn't even know how to stand up to his arranged wife, Kaya, who is Mio's sister. We'll get to her in a second. He don't know when to stand up to his own wife in a period of time where it's forbidden for women to talk back to their husband. Like, these women used to get, like, stoned to death back back in these times. Like, if you even raise your voice at your husband, this bitch-ass nigga, Koji, don't know how to put his woman in place <laughs> in these times. I'm like, yo, this nigga ain't about to be about shit. <laughs> like, like, Koji can literally say, bitch, get in the kitchen, and no one would be upset with him. He would not get canceled. They would actually cheer him on if he did it. <laughs> that's Because that's, it's a period piece, kind of, like, way back in time and shit. And they got supernatural abilities. They got these old-ass cars and shit. Or, like, they, they basically wagons with wheel, wheels and shit, but with an engine in it. But I don't know. He, he don't even... He just weak. But he don't, he don't fall in line, man. He don't want to... Dis- no, he does fall in line. He, he don't want to disrupt the flow or fuck up the program that's going on in these villages. Like... Now, the villains of this this anime, it's Koji's dad and um, Mio's stepmother because those two are the foundation of everyone's pain so far. Now, the big bad villains—they're on their way. They—they they haven't really been revealed yet. They have been revealed, but not like thoroughly revealed yet. Um, Koji's dad and Mio's stepmom Nate, but um, well, who was it? I think it was a. Uh... Oh, yeah. Cody's dad and Mio's stepmom kind of prevent everybody being together. So that kind of helps the future conflict. So that's why I think those two are the villains. Now, Kaya, the Mio's sister, the one that everybody hates, she's a brat. She knows how to hurt her sister the most, which is mentally. Um, Every time you see Mio take a step forward, Kaya knows how to get her to take eight steps back. So... Mio's mentally climbing out of a hole and Kaya's at the top of the hole like, "Uh uh-uh, nigga, get your ass back down in that hole. (laughs) You ain't going nowhere. Because here's the thing. Kaya isn't a bad person at her core, which seems blasphemous to say. But she acts the way she acts because her parents approve her behavior. They taught her to treat her sister that way. She is a product of her parents, so she isn't inherently bad. Her daddy ain't got no nuts. Her mother is a terrible, vindictive, jealous bitch. Any adult who envies a child is a grade-ass, just a grade-A bitch motherfucker, like, period. But Kaya, as a character, though, she's unstruck gold, and this is why. Opportunity. Kaya has the opportunity for some amazing character development um, where you probably won't even recognize who she is after the development. She basically has a chance at, like, a huge redemption arc which I think that's the route they're probably going to go with this series. um, Because you yeah, got think about it. This is a girl, or Kaya's a girl, who's been told that her whole life, she's that bitch. Like, she is the Beyonce of the family. So when, Co- so when Kudo saves Mio on that one episode, and he pays her no mind, she does not understand why. She's like, I've been told my whole life that I'm her. So why is my king carrying Mio over the threshold and not me. Like, that's, that's not a bad person. That's just a spoiled brat. Like, she's not evil. She does evil shit. But it's because the evil shit has been, what's the word, enabled. It was enabled by her parents. So that's why I don't feel like she's just not, like, just at her core, a bad person. Like, but Kaya's whole life revolves around Mio's. She's basically Mio's groupie. Like, what purpose does ha- Kaya have without her older sister? She has zero purpose. She, no one gives a fuck. Why would you care about someone who doesn't even live with you anymore? Because her sister got shipped off to with her arranged husband, Kudo, and uh, she's still trying to ruin this woman's life. I'm like, bro, she don't even live with you no more. Like, why you? That's some, that's some grade A hater shit. <laughs> like, like, bro, she don't live with you no more. You have tortured her for your whole life so far. And she moved away. You should be celebrating. Ah, she's finally gone. No, you still trying to torture this bitch. (laughs) This is straight. She is committed to the hate. It's insane. Insane. Now, Mio's dad, that nigga's a definition of a coward, bro. Like, every time I see him or hear this nigga, my old brother, his coochie is showing. (laughs) That's the first thing I think about it. You're the head of the fucking family, and you're allowing to let someone put hands on your child and steal from your child, and not do nothing about it. Oh, grade A ho, grade A ho, nigga. He's indirectly, well, indirectly abusing his daughter because he's allowing the abuse, but he only allows it from family. That's the weird part. You don't see nobody else around like they compound like abuse, mio. Everyone treats her with respect except her family, which I thought was pretty odd. It's is silly, but the series is pretty cool. Like, cause right now the the dude Kudo, who's the the guy that they sent her off to uh, be arranged, the arranged uh marriage partner, he powerful as fuck. Burnt down they shit. He burnt down their whole fucking compound over her, bro. That's a I fuck with him, man, cause he. Kudos that dude who just minds his business. He's quiet. He's very stoic. He don't give a fuck about shit. He just cares about being prepared, getting his business in order, and not getting killed by the ops. That is his only concern. And then he has this girl who's traumatized come into his life and kind of like softens him up a little bit. He lets his guard down. And I think that's a little cool aspect of the show. But anything that can happen to Mio's family... Like, her stepmom and her dad. When I seen that village burning down, that made my dick hard. I was like, ah, oh, good. I I love when evil people get their karma. I want it. <laughs> I pray for it every day. I hope it's as worse as possible. <laughs> Can't stand that shit, man. Yeah, that, that shit pretty cool so far, man. I, I don't. People were swearing by it as far as, like, the anime of the season. I, I think it's just okay. Again, it's just the maybe it's the dub that's throwing me off. The English dub is okay. I just don't like the main character's voice. It just bothers the fuck out of me. But I do like how the arc that they're building for her is her basically finding her value as like a person. Um even though her family has told her all her life that she doesn't have any value um and she doesn't have any supernatural abilities, so that adds to her family basically beating her down and mentally just torturing her every day. But she meets somebody who tells her, like, yo, it's okay to move forward. You do have value, even though you don't have, like, supernatural abilities. And she's treasured by somebody. And she's, she's happy to know him, and he's happy to know her. It's like Q and his wife. Beautiful. They care for each other. They value each other. And they will fuck people up over each other. <laughs> that's how it should be. <laughs> that's how it always should be. That's how I hope my marriage would be. I'm like, yo, any, any woman stepped in me wrong, punch her in the eye immediately. <laughs> Don't wait for my cue. Just do it. And I'll take the charge. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a cool, cool anime, man. I, I fuck with it. I can't wait for the next episode tomorrow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, they did announce that Scott Pilgrim has an anime coming out on Netflix, too. And I don't know how to feel about it. You ever seen Scott Pilgrim? versus the World? No. Dude no. from Superbad? You're not. You're missing out, but you're not missing out, if that makes sense. Like. Oh, how can I explain this? Scott Pilgrim is basically one of those, like, cult. Classic movies, so it did terrible in like the box office. It flopped, mm. but then like a group of a group of nerds, like yo, this is the greatest shit ever. Like with the, it's like that movie Donnie Darko, like flopped in movie theaters, but that shit is like a cult classic. Where to the point, the actors, everybody in that movie can still make money off that movie, even though it didn't do too good in the box office and shit. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Is beautifully shot. The cinematography is amazing. Like, if you got a good sound system, that shit's a one. Like, mm. that shit crazy. The fight scenes, amazing. It's just the people are pieces of shit. Like the characters, characters suck. I'm sorry. Like, the characters are fucking terrible. But it's a, it's a, I call it a terrible masterpiece. Like, cause that shit entertaining as hell, and it's kind of long too. I think that movie was like two hours or some shit. I think. Or at least it felt long. But old dude from Superbad, uh, Michael, uh, what's his name? Sarah. Michael Sarah. He's Scott. And um, I don't know, man. Because I've read the books. Because it's there's comics of Scott Pilgrim. The Scott Pilgrim in the comics and the books is kind of different than how Michael Sarah portrays him. He all basically he takes Evan from Superbad and he just has superpowers. <laughs> like that's all it is. He just took his character from Superbad, awkward, mm. out of place, and then he's he's like a he gets powers and shit now. Versus like in the, there's no excitement. Like the character in the comics is super exciting and vocal. This dude is just super awkward. I don't know. It it was like I was watching. Super bad, except this motherfucker is fighting people. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's never really happy or sad. He's just annoyingly awkward. Like, <laughs> he's, because in, in the movies, he's a 22-year-old, insecure, narcissistic, awkward asshole who dates high schoolers. <laughs> like, it's like, it's just, like, he's a loser. Like, he's like, but like, the the worst kind of loser. Like, he's self-absorbed and, and selfish. There's, there's no way in hell that this guy is likable. <laughs> like, but I don't know, maybe that's just me. I hate everybody, so. So <laughs> well, maybe I'll chalk it up to that. <laughs> and it gets better because the character, the love interest, her name's Ramona Flowers. She's just as bad. Like, they're not passionate. It's supposed to be a love story, and there's no passion in it. Like, she. They don't even give, like, a reason why she's uninterested in this nigga. Like, (laughs) she's just so plain and uninterested. Like, does she have, like, some trauma? Did her exes make her this way? Does she have family problems? Just tell us something to let us know why she is the way she is. Like, and Ramona's the same way. Narcissistic, insecure, indecisive, disinterested. She's an emotionless android, fam. Like, And she's not likable either. I'm just like, what the fuck? If The action is why I watch that movie. <laughs> the action is why I watch that movie. And this bitch just basically, I'll give you the premise. He has to fight seven of her ex-boyfriends for her love. That's the premise. That's the plot. So to get me, you have to fight all seven of my exes. Yes, the face you making is like okay, that's the same face I was fucking making. Like,
1: bro, it's like that makes zero sense to me, dog. Oh my god! Oh, damn, like this Mortal Kombat or some shit. Dude. Yes,
0: see, that's the cool part. The, like, it's like a, it's like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, you go up levels and shit. But why is he fighting for this bitch's love? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> we we you don't hear why he likes her, why he loves her. He's just physically attracted to her, and that's it. He's fighting seven evil exes for pussy and pussy only. (laughs) That's not love. Like The chick he's risking his life for doesn't even like him. (laughs) That makes no sense. What does Ramona like about Scott? Nothing. He was stalking her, used her job to lure her to his house. Does that sound like somebody you want to be with? (laughs) Like... It's not established why they like each other. That's what makes the movie fucking weird to me. But I don't know. It's a relationship of nothingness. No growth at all. Same same, motherfuckers. It is what it is with that movie. But the anime trailer, it did look cool. But it, they bringing back the same people. So everybody that was in the movie actually doing the voiceovers and shit. So that's cool. Um, Aubrey Plaza was in this movie. I like Aubrey Plaza. Like for real. She's like the Puerto Rican Dar- Daria. And I need her in my life. I've always had a crush on her. Maybe it's because I like sarcastic women. Just sarcastic women do it every time. They entertain the fuck out of me. Because it's like... Because I... I, I w- See, I don't want to say that because then people will be upset. Women aren't really funny, but sarcastic women are. I Like, they make me laugh the most. Like... Women just be saying goofy shit and then I have to pretend to laugh. So, like, <laughs> 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 ah, you crazy. The, what was it? The Rick Ross meme where he's on the phone <laughs> fake laughing and
1: shit. <laughs>
0: like, yes, that is me. Not for no coochie either. I just do it just so it won't be like an awkward moment of like, hey, you're bombing right now if this was a comedy club. Like <laughs> the, you want people to boo you. The worst thing as a comic is hearing just silence like oh yeah that joke definitely didn't land cuz it didn't invoke any emotion out of anybody so it's like yeah they not really fucking with me at all fam at all but but yeah that's why I fuck with RP Plaza I love that woman yeah nigga it is hot as hell like maybe it's cuz I have a hat but like I have on a I have on a bucket hat for people who ain't watching this on YouTube <laughs> but it's 100 degrees outside too. dog uh, uh, walked it feels like if you walk outside in St. Louis right now, it feels like you walking in someone's mouth. Like it feels like somebody mouth full of hot breath, man. Like that shit is ridiculous. The mo- you know what's bad when a skinny nigga like me is sweating not in mere seconds. You know how like when it's winter and it's like freezing, like freezing temperatures and you throw water out there and it instantly freezes. <laughs> That's a reverse that's happening right now outside. Yep. Instantly burning up, bro. It was like, what the fuck? It's insane. Throw some bacon out there. That shit is cooked in two seconds. Two seconds. Because we was walking we on our way to the dome and shit, and I was seeing them homeless people laying on the ground. I'm like, how? How? What the fuck? How? You are laying on this ground? like, You know it's a problem when it's 3 a.m., 4 a.m., and it's 90 degrees. Like why is it eighty degrees <laughs> at these hours? This this is ridiculous, man. Yeah, sad shit. Nah, well, we in the AC now. We're good. Shout out to the homeless people, man. I hope I hope I wish I could help. Um, give you a place to stay, but yeah, man. Like, but I'm poor too, nigga. Yeah, stay yeah, I'm poor <laughs> too. Shit, I'm about to be joining you, motherfuckers. If I keep it up the way I'm spending money, <laughs> shit, be joining y'all real soon. <laughs> Go to commercial. (laughs) Hello. My name is Benny D. Greenheart. Here is something that got me fucked up. You know what got me fucked up? Adult mean girls. Y'all just decided at 25 years old, 32 years old, you know what? I'm going to be mean to people for no fucking reason. Some of you bitches be in your 40s doing this shit. Only showing your shoulders and your profile pictures, but talking all shit about people. The nerve of you linebacker-shaped-ass hoes. I dislike those wannabe mean-ass girls. Can you just admit that you have the personality of a Dodge Neon, and you're incapable of holding a conversation? So being mean to people is your only way to compensate for that. I'd rather go to hell than deal with you hoes. You have about as much interest as a blank piece of paper. Your existence has as much value as Subway sandwiches and ranch. And both of those things are trash, so they have no value. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. But get your daddy issues shoes and get the fuck up out of my face. Y'all don't even be mean. Y'all just be corny. Back to the fucking podcast. I feel like giving one of these hoes a wedgie or something. <laughs> Mr. Wavebender, you know what time it is. Give them our heel music. It ain't nothing changed, nigga. We do our own ad libs.
1: Peep, 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 peep. This power ring. <laughs> that damn I was late. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because we on heel
0: time. Peep, peep. we are going there again Ah I feel like Stone Cold stunning someone <laughs> this music brings the worst out of me and that's so great I love
1: it
0: <laughs> shout out to Dean Malenko nobody fucked with Dean but I fucked with Dean so that's why the heel music exists alright y'all Enough of being heels, or we about to continue being heels. Enough. P. P. R. This week is the five best. I don't even say best. My five favorite anime married couples. Since we're on the subject of marriage, marriage in real life with my friends, marriage shows on Netflix. We're gonna do this for the Peakness Power Rankings. The five, my five favorite married anime couples. All right, so let's start at number five. If anybody has seen Fruits Baskets, um, Toru and uh Kyo. Or I think I said his name wrong. But anyway, <laughs> I always called him Kayo. <laughs> See, the funny thing with like Japanese names. I'd be like, nah, I have trouble saying that. I'm going to say your name like this.
1: (laughs) I do that with all characters, fam. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Nah, this your
0: name, nigga. Yeah, this your name, dude. (laughs) Like, I I call it the cat. It's Toru and the cat. (laughs) Like, I have him at number five. This couple in Fruit Basket teaches you how to, like, happily be yourself. Accept the flaws that you have and your partner has. Now, a lot of niggas take that too far. You know how like niggas who ain't really ain't shit? So, well, you don't love me, you don't accept my flaws. <laughs> like, nigga, you just fucked eight bitches. Like yeah.
1: <laughs> this one's on you,
0: nigga. Yeah, like this <laughs> one. How many flaws? You got eight flaws, it seems like, fam. Those are some pretty big flaws. Flaws, you can't stay out of other women's drawers. <laughs> That's the flaws, bro. <laughs> I no, I can't stand that shit, dog. Like, it'd it be the same like type of rhetoric. uh oh uh, I don't deserve you. If a man tells you that shit, he really don't. <laughs> that man ain't lying on himself. I don't deserve you. I'm like, oh,
1: I'm, I'm fighting demons. That's <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> like niggas' number one excuse, bro. No, the demons. It's the demons. <laughs> the, demons.
0: the demons, nigga. <laughs> Why are you bringing the demons into this shit? The demons had nothing to do with anything. Them demons is minding their business and possessing white people like they always do. <laughs> <Them> <laughs> demons ain't bothering nobody, fam. You just brought them to your bullshit. <laughs> just because you can't stop. Just because you can't admit that you want to be single. And you just want to be out in the streets. You want to have your cake and eat it too. It's that and it's another one I'm leaving out that niggas be saying all the time. Like, except hey, my flaws. I got demons. I don't know. The, it's usually from niggas who be, like, broke. All they got is, like, all they got is a PS4 and a P- or a PS5. The P- if they got a PS5, she bought that shit for them. Like, he, she, no no doubt in my mind she bought that shit for him. But if they do, all they got is that game system <laughs> and a Facebook account. They don't have shit else. <laughs> That's all them dudes got, dog, except my flaws. Like, bro, you're mentally abusing your woman. That's that's beyond flaws, my guy. Like, it's a little too late for you. But anyway, like, yeah, I, I fuck with the, that couple off fruits basket, man. Like, I'm going to give them the number five, man, because if you're accepting good flaws or bad, what, can can there be good flaws? Is that like an oxymoron? I don't know. Let's just say you're accepting flaws. Like, your flaw may be, I don't know oh, man, I keep leaving the toilet seat up. You can deal with that flaw. That can be worked on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not abuse or stuff that gives your lady trauma. That's, <laughs> you, you You can fix that, but that's not a flaw that should be accepted. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has their flaws. Me, my flaw is some days I may not want to talk to you. That's a big flaw. But, wait, I'm saying that out of context. This is what I mean. If we can, I at least have one day out the week. If we're not married, one day out the week for me. That's all. That's all I'm saying for me. I'll I'll spend the the six switches. Let me just have my day to reset and just chill. That's all I'm gonna do. Like f- f- those that type. I don't see that's a flaw. Yeah, because cool. yeah. you gotta be you gotta be seven twenty four. Hours a day. That's only if I was married. I'm talking in the dating spirit. If I was married, I'd be like, yo, I need one day. She'll probably assault me if I, <laughs> so I like, say some shit. Like, like nigga, th- you get one hour. Yeah, exactly. Like, what do you mean you need a day? Well, I am a believer in not living together if you're married. But that, see, that's just me. I'm weird that way. I'm like, yo, separate homes. I'm like, you know what? We're getting on each other's nerves. We're just going to go to our houses. <laughs> and I'll catch you later. <laughs> <laughs> For real. What if... Because I was just thinking about this the other day when I was thinking about, like, flaws and shit. And, you know, I started thinking, like, yo, what is my flaw that I had, like... In, in my whole history of dealing with women and dating women, like, what was my biggest flaw? I didn't really have many. And I'm not saying that because I'm like, yo, I'm just bigging myself up. My shit was just very simple... Stuff. like again, the all right I'm distant, we could deal with that, you know what I'm saying, but everything else i pretty, I'm pretty cool, like you ever have you ever dated somebody where your they family hates you, like didn't like you,
1: never I don't believe so at least you're perfect not, at least not that they that I know of
0: dog, I've been through that shit like two or, two and I, I'm gonna say three three times, damn, yeah, like where the damn. Look, all right. I want to explain one of them, cause, cause personally I don't give a fuck. Like I'm, I'm not dating y'all. I'm dating her, so I'm the type of nigga. Like, all right, I'm coming to Thanksgiving still. Don't be mad that I am making out with her over the baked macaroni, <laughs> like, y'all, and y'all will deal, bro. I, bro, I don't give a fuck about a, my shorty family hating me. And it'd be over, like, the dumbest shit, too. Like, all right, I'll give you an example. All right. So one of my exes came into a large sum of money. And I'm not going to say how she got this money because I didn't have her permission, like, disclose that with y'all since I'm on a podcast. And I respect her, so. And we still cool. So I I don't want to say how she got this. But it was six figures. I'll just put it that way. So she gets this money. At the time... We are. I was. I was coming. I was transferring schools, so I was transferring uh, colleges. So I was coming back to St. Louis, and um. I was. I was moving back with my people's, and she was like, "Oh, she well, she tricked me, man. She's like, why don't you come live with me?" At first, I said no. I'm like, nah. I like how it is now. I don't want to move in with you. But then you know how women get, man. I, I mess up one time. See, that's why you should be moving in. That's why you should be over here in the first place. Like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, so, against my better judgment, I move in with her. So, I move in. She comes in to this large sum of money. I didn't think nothing of it because it ain't my money. So, I'm I'm not one of those... I'm not the nigga that takes your car while you at work, or asks my girl for money. That just ain't. I got too much pride to do that shit, and I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing because it bleeds over into me not asking for help in general. Nigga, I will fucking drown before I ask for help. Now that's a flaw right there. Like, that's a flaw, but it ain't. But that's that's more of a flaw that that affects me. Now if if it's someone else involved, then yeah, I'll. I'll ask for help. But if it's just me, oh, nah, nigga, Um, I'm going down with the Titanic, nigga. Like, I'm just, I've always been wired that way. I don't know why. But, she gets this large sum of money. Her family, I guess, at first, she was buying her family like a bunch of shit. I never stopped her. I never intervened. Never questioned it. Again, that's your money. I got a job. You got a job. Because she was still working Even though she got the money and shit She had her own business So She was good either way And She was Buying them stuff And then of course I know this sounds crazy to say Six figures ain't a lot fam And I seen it up Close and personal It It ain't a lot (laughs) And She Once she saw like How fast Like the money was going She had stopped Buying them stuff She had stopped I'm talking everything. Like She bought, like, family members some cars. um, You know, when we go out and the family was there, she paying for everybody's shit, restaurants, shit like that. It, it was just crazy. She was buying herself cars. She even tried to buy me a car, and I was just like, nah, I can't, can't do that shit. But anyway, once she cut them off... Her family just hated my gut. Start spreading, like, rumors about the kid. Like, it was it was crazy. Like, oh, first, first, you know niggas is hating and upset when they start just saying lies. Like, oh, this nigga ain't got a job. Bitch, I had two jobs. Like, what the fuck? Like, you want one of these motherfuckers? Like, shit, please. Like, cause I was working too damn hard for too damn little at the time. So that's I'm like, yo, where'd they come up with that from? Like, oh, he, he had to, they thought I was at the crib just spending this woman's money. And just not working. They thought I was living like this king. And that was totally the opposite, nigga. All I was doing was playing Resident Evil <laughs> and blowing my girlfriend's back out. Like, that is all I would do and go to work. Like, and they hated my guts, nigga. Like, that shit was hilarious to me. But it was sad. They, Because you know how, like, some people, when you ignore them and you don't feed into the bullshit they start, they, they take the lie to another level. Like the lies just kept getting more and more egregious. And I would never like deny or confirm. I just ignored them. I'm like, bro, I'm like, until it said to my face, then that's when I'll, that's when I'll, I'll, address it. But when nobody's saying it to me, like they wouldn't, they wouldn't talk to me. Look, I hate when people try to give me to sign treatment. Nigga, I'm an introvert. Nigga, you are granting my wishes by not talking to me. We do not have to small talk. <laughs> so, oh, we're going to ignore Benny. Thank fucking God. I don't have to talk to nobody. I'm over here at the family function eating this nasty-ass sweet potato pie that you made. And I'm just, I'm in my zone. I'm in my mode. We, don't, we do not have to talk, nigga. I love it. So that, that, they thought that shit was hurting my feelings? Fuck no. Made, made shit more pleasurable and more enjoyable. I hope I can't wait to not talk to you motherfuckers again next time. (laughs) I love the shit. But yeah, they they hated my guts. And then other the other ones is just like they families was they they families was stuck on my ex's ex. So I was like, oh, she moved on from old boy and who's this new guy? Oh, fuck that nigga. We don't like him. We like the old guy better. It was that type of shit. Which I'm like, okay, that's weird. But anyway, like, well, go be with that nigga, I guess. I don't know. I don't care. Invite that nigga over. You like him so much. I don't give a fuck. Again, they do that silent treatment shit. I just sit over there chilling, thinking about the pizza I'm going to order once I leave this motherfucker because the food was nasty. Uh, I mean, how, how much is she going to annoy me before I go to bed? Can I sneak off and go play Madden uninterrupted? I just start thinking about just random shit and I don't give a fuck about that. I'm happy that you ain't never had to go through shit like that man. It's kind of it's kind of bad cuz it stresses out the your woman more than it stresses out you. Like it's cuz she's just want she wants everybody to get along mm. and she she's and credit to my exes they were trying. They were trying to I'm like, "Look, I'm down. I don't give a, I don't have the problem. They got the problem with me." But they they were just like, "Nah, he this, he that." And bro, you know me. Yeah. You know I don't bother nobody, fam. I'm in the house, fam. Who am I bothering? Like, I'm not on social media bothering people. That, that ain't never been my MO. They was just trying to find whatever they could to like slander my name. And then of course, of course, like it's never the same energy when I'm around. Like, it's just kind of like they they give all the energy to her. Cause they know her and they they know they can yell at her and talk how they want to. Oh, that nigga over there spending up the money and da-da-da-da. i am like, oh, my God. I hope nobody has to ever go through that. That's why I see why lottery uh, winners be going fucking insane and bankrupt, doing wild shit. I, I don't wish that shit on nobody. Again, I saw six figures go down crazy. That's when I knew that shit was a lot of money. Like, you'd be surprised how fast you would spend six figures. Like, just straight up. Like, I seen that she was blowing that shit. And of course, maybe I was a bad boyfriend. I should have been like, yo, like you going a little too overboard with the spinning, like chill out. But then again, I'm that nigga, like, hey, I don't wanna. That ain't my money. I that ain't my place to say
1: what
0: you say mean. anything what you could do with that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now if you have now you buy cocaine and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, then I mean, hold up, bro. Like, yo <laughs> I don't wanna be no I don't wanna be nowhere near this shit. <laughs> but yeah, that that shit is terrible. See, I'm glad, because I'm glad we talk about the arranged marriage shit, because that's, yeah, because what if the family don't fucking like you? Like, then what? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to deal with that bullshit. But yeah. Uh, who who else on this list? Number four. go to number four. Number four. Who do I choose for number four? You know what? I'm going to have to go with... I'm going to go with uh the Forgers from Spy Family. I don't think you've ever seen Spy Family. That's a crazy, that's a dope-ass, like, anime. But I'm going to go with them. Like, just because you're fine as hell. And, like, the fact that this, she did a kick, a kick that could send a nigga to the next dimension, and, he, and, he's, and, he, and he's, he believes that she's still a city hall worker is amazing to me, man. Like, I don't know. I fuck with them at number four. Cause it's a business relationship, but they actually have like true communication and shit. Like, and when something seems awful about one of, it, like one of them, they immediately try to like, like take accountability for it, or they like, oh, it's my fault. So let me try to change this shit. And then it's blossoming into a real love, real. So an arranged marriage turning into real love, like where it's just like. You know what? I'm here for business. It's like those episodes in like sitcoms where they have the, the little trope of like, hey, can you marry me so I can stay in the country? Because <laughs> I'm trying to get my green card. But then they end up catching feelings for each other and shit. And yeah, it's like that. And I, I like shit like that. I'm like, yo, you stumbled upon love. Like, and I fuck with that. So I have your and Lloyd at number four. Number three, I'm going to have to put Vegeta and Boma from Dragon Ball Z. Like. You got to look at this from Vegeta's point of view. Vegeta is on earth. He's solo. He's looking around at the people around him and he's thinking, I don't like these niggas. I don't like none of these niggas. I have to hang out with these weirdos. I got to get me some in-house coochie before I turn these weirdos into a pack. And that's exactly what he does. He proceeds to make one of the best decisions in his life. He chooses a billionaire with brains and a body. He basically got Oprah with a BBL. Double hey, nice B's. T- <laughs> Give a pinkness for Vegeta. Give me a pinkness for Vegeta.
1: Pinkness. <laughs> Give
0: pinkness. a pinkness for my short king. Pinkness. <laughs> Making moves out here. How? No, you got a. You bagged a billionaire with a body. Vegeta basically put up forty-two points. In a game, he made niggas get off the stick twice. (laughs) 21 skunks, get off here. You're done. Who next? (laughs) Who's next? Vegeta's asking who's next. The man with the McDonald Arch lining pulled the most useful and baddest woman in the DBZ universe.
1: That's talent.
0: Short niggas is up. (laughs) (laughs) We up by 42 points. (laughs) Shout out to moment though. She, she shot her shot first at Vegeta. She called him cute and offered that man a bath. She offered Vegeta a bath in front of her ex-boyfriend, in front of Yamcha. If if my shorty offers another man a bath in my presence, we got to run the fade off principle. Like <laughs> she, We got to fight. I don't care if she's my ex or not. Like, nah, nigga. We fighting. Put your shoes on. We going out to the backyard in front, of y'all. We got to do our stuff. <laughs> and like, she, t- she she, talking about drawing baths for Vegeta. <laughs> that's that's just so disrespectful. Yo, can you imagine you just sitting there? Yeah. Can I run your bath water? And f- you, you don't see your mans right there? Like, you ask me to run my bath water? Like, that's some crazy shit. She drawing this mans bath she probably putting, like, futuristic Capsule Corp bath bombs in them. <laughs> Smells like 80 universes worth of vanilla. <laughs> just, just some crazy shit. She probably gonna loofer him down. <laughs> Give him a sponge bath. Like a fucking nursing home or some shit. <laughs> All right, then, man. I got Vegeta and Bowman number three. Number two, I got Tangan and his three wives from Demon Slayer. Yes, the three girlfriends agenda is back. <laughs> All three of them. All three. Mom, look, at the end of the, what was it entertainment district art? Tangan walked off the he walked off the field. Walked off the trenches with one hand missing and a fucked up eye like Slick Rick and his three wives carrying him off the field. Can I get a peek this for heck? I might have to double it up for that He got all three of his wives Carrying him off the battlefield Fam, with a victory He got the dub He got the dub, fam no, Put it this way That's like if I played a basketball game And I dropped 60 points In a playoff elimination game And I hit the game winner and y'all see me being helped off the court by my three girlfriends when I got a rolled ankle, a, a messed up quad, and they just carrying me off. I'm like, all right, I'm done, guys. I'm finished. I won the game. I saved us from elimination. We're going on to the next round. We're good. Like, that's that's just some shit. That's just some shit you can't beat. That's just some G shit right there. But the fact that Tangan loves them equally and they love him back speaks volumes. He respects them. They respect he, they respect him, like he'll die for them, and they'll die for him too. That's some real shit. That's some loyal ass women right there. You know what I'm saying? The three girlfriend agendas. People, some women be thinking I'm tripping. I'm like, yo, y'all, cause the reason why people think is, or I think it was called what poly relationships. They only thinking up. They only think about the sex part of it. That's the part they tripping off of. Who said anything? They think that if I say I want three girlfriends, oh, this nigga, I'm about to be having orgies every fucking day and doing this. I have more simpler dreams than that. What if I just want all three of my girlfriends to have a baked macaroni cook-off for my love? What about that? What if that's what I want them to do? Did y'all ever think about that? Nope, y'all thinking about Coochie. (laughs) I'm not thinking about that. I'm going to... I'm going to jump into it, too. I'm going to make some baked macaroni just to see if I can make something better than them. Just to see... Just to establish dominance. Like, Like, yo, yo, he can cook, too? Now, fucking three women at the same... That sounds like a fucking job that I'm just not up to. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, yo, like... Maybe if I'm off the Tito's, (laughs) maybe a little Henny in there just to give me some, some lasting power. But three women that were like, yo, that's some... That's some birthday shit. Like you know what I'm saying? I want all three of y'all separate cribs. Just and and that's all. That's all I want. I don't. I don't want what people think that shit is. Like y'all can y'all can battle it out. I want y'all to have an actual rap battle of who's the top girlfriend and all that types of shit. I just I want one of y'all to have like a third round like loaded lux or some shit, and I just stand in the back just screaming, talk to that nigga. Like just, just instigating like a motherfucker. Why can I not? Why can I have three girlfriends? I want three girlfriends, man. There's nothing wrong with that. I I, I look at it this way. That's more like we go on dates together. That's gonna to be fun as fuck. Top golf dates with all three of my girlfriends. We that might make me actually want to go to the club. My like, yo, I'm going to VIP with my three girlfriends. We go pop battles and have a good fucking night. And I'm going to be kissing in the club. <laughs> All three of them. <laughs> kissing in the club. Doing what I do best. Like, don't, again, don't listen to these rappers, y'all. I want y'all to start kissing your women in public. In public, nigga. <laughs> don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. I told y'all, I'm Mr. Makeout from now on. I might change my, my Twitter handle. <laughs> Mr. Makeout. Three girlfriends cooking me tacos. And I like cooking for black women. Yes, all three of my girlfriends will be black. Uh, <laughs> I like cooking for women. So, like, I get to cook for three women every day. They get to just marvel at my my wonderful skills in the kitchen. Damn, I get to have big-ass fish fries. Like, every every day would seem, like, pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? It's like we get to hang out and just have fun and shit. Everybody keep thinking about, oh, man, I'm about to have a foursome. No, the fuck I'm not. We're going to go one at a time. (laughs) Today's your day. (laughs) It's like, you got next Tuesday. (laughs) We're going to have some fucking order around this motherfucker. We're going to have schedules. (laughs) Scheduling blocks and shit. Make a big-ass DIY calendar. Mm. Make make like stickers of our faces to put on. Like, all right, it's your day on this day. (laughs) You on the 30th. Yeah. <laughs> oh, y'all, you got a lot of energy. I gotta save you for last. Like down here. Like, I'm gonna need to uh drink some douce <laughs> I'm fucking with you. But yeah, that's I'm gonna have Tingan and his three wives at number two. And number one is my brother Q. He's not animated, but I don't give a fuck. We come up with the peakness power rankings around Ooh. here. We establish <laughs> the rules. That's my favorite couple, motherfucker. Give up. Give yourself another
1: pigness. I will, a- thank you, brother.
0: This is my anniversary bigness. gift to you. <laughs> a pigness drop. <laughs> don't be, don't get it confused. I owe this nigga money.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm you, I owe this. I might have to give that to you in installments, my brother. <laughs> I thought I was gonna use my credit card last night. <laughs>
1: Oh shit That's damn. my nigga That's he's that Hey but I prevented you From using it and Damn And you can You know Not have that burden on you That is true See uh, you, uh, Another one Man
0: <laughs> I love this man I love this nigga This is my nigga for life man. I love this man fam But yeah He comes in Q comes in number one A happily married man Never Beautiful. been on no funny shit Always been loyal Gotta respect it You have no choice But to respect that
1: Man yeah Y'all niggas better Learn the code yeah, man. Learn the code. I can learn a lot from him. <laughs> I need
0: to be stable. I need to have some stability, instead of just kissing bitches at roof Chris like, <laughs> and and doing all this shit, kissing in Top Golf. Like just just doing. It's fun. I'm I'm out here living like a fucking college student. Fucking shame. <laughs> I need to, I need to have a wedding to all three of my girlfriends. Yeah, that'd be lit. That'd be very expensive too. But yeah, it well, would. yeah, it would. Yeah. All right. But on that note we out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because I barely have a voice from last night, so I struggled to get through this episode. I'm not going to hold you. And you know what? We're going to take a break next week, too. So the next time you see us with an episode, will be in September, motherfuckers. Mm. Got to take a break. This, this run, because I want to thank all the listeners right now. We are still learning. We have lives outside of this shit. Think, again, this man's our family man. I'm not the family man. I'm just out here fucking up. (laughs) But like that takes work too, and that takes that 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 gets stressful too. But these four episodes was just kind of like, all right, getting down a format and then having us get comfortable so we can come up with more ideas for y'all to enjoy this shit. And any suggestions that y'all may have or what y'all wanna hear and stuff like that. But we we finally getting it running. Like we're a lot of people have been giving a lot of great feedback, saying they love it and everything like that. We are gonna keep going, and then when we come back, we gonna eat. We gonna be even better. I know. I know. For me, it's hard coming up with topics. Well, coming up with topics easy, but preparing for the episodes. Some of these I just be coming in and winging it. Two of them I did that. <laughs> Two of them I did. But you that. don't know which ones. You're right. Guess which ones. But like. This shit is fun as fuck I like it It's like a release I get to come here for an hour I get to be with my friends And just Talk nerd shit Talk about shows Talk about life And that shit is fun to me And we gonna keep getting better I promise y'all that So We gonna take a Next week We on break Then we'll come back In September And I can get the Slander pumpkin spice and shit Which I <laughs>
1: Man, leave that shit on the (laughs) (laughs) shelf.
0: And we'll we'll go out on that note. (laughs) Leave it on the shelf.
1: Pinkness. Pinkness. Pinkness.